3: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com. Now stay with a fan for this special program. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened, the good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com.
1: It is a final from American Family Field, and the result... Well, that's good again, another Brewers victory over the Dodgers and welcome everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove Friday night baseball Dodgers Brewers brewing up another good one tonight as they get a three to one victory make it two in a row over the Dodgers they get uh, at least a split in the series and they've got their guy in the hill tomorrow all things looking good man i i know it's it's good to catch a team at the right time and i understand that but that team is still tremendously talented i'm speaking of the LA Dodgers and the Brewers take it to them two nights in a row. It, uh, it's, it's about pitching, or is it timely hitting, or is it surviving? What, what exactly is it? Tim Allen, the Polish pipe bomb. Jeff Woloski is here as well. And you guys always welcome at uh, 414-799-1250. Got to get to Craig Council. He's got to be pleased after this one tonight. And maybe the only blemish, another injury. Uh, we'll get to that uh, in, in a little while as well. But you take Freddie Peralta to the hill, and Freddie hauls off against, again, a good Dodgers team, maybe a great Dodgers team, and goes six innings of one hit, one run, one walk, seven strikeout baseball. And now you turn things over to the bullpen, which is on a legit roll. Their bullpen is really starting to come together here. Boxberger, again, another nice outing. You've got um JP Fire Eisen just, <laughs> just calmly doing his thing. And Hayter, I don't know if we've seen him pitch any better, but he is he is amazing striking out the side in that ninth inning for the Brewers victory. And I can't figure out what I'm most impressed with with a sixteen and ten mark here through the first twenty-six games. Now <clears throat> without a show last night, you know, that was the twenty-five game uh, sort of report card uh point of the season and so w- with the NFL draft we had to to bypass the show last night but we here we are tonight now uh 26 games in and I got to figure out what I'm most impressed with and there are a few things and I think maybe one would be survival they're surviving these injuries and and you just shake your head or scratch your head and you're like I, they shouldn't be doing this <laughs> really in theory. I mean, a lot of teams would have went into the tank here. Not the Brewers here in the 2021 championship season as they get it done against the Dodgers tonight. 3-1 the final, and pitching, 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 and more pitching is what's getting this thing done. Surviving another game, survive another series, survive another weekend, survive another week until you get these guys offensively back on track. It's just something, guys. It, it it really is pretty impressive. It It is. Get into our game recap here. And again, uh, at any any time, you can join us here with what might be your most impressive thing that you're noticing here for the Brewers here in, in the first 26 games of the season. 16 and 10, back to 500 at home. That's a pretty important factor here. You got to turn the tide here at home. But a 9-3 and three mark on the road, dead even, five hundred at home. That could be impressive, too, their road record. You might want to add that to the list. First inning tonight, Freddie labored a little bit, did put up a goose egg. After one out, he hits a man. Uh, he moves over on a wild pitch, gets Turner to fly out for the second out of the inning, walks Max Muncy. So you've got two on and two out, and pitch count just rising again. He does get uh, Smith on a fly out. 24 pitches in that first inning for Freddy Peralta, but again, puts up a zero, a walk, a hit batter, a wild pitch to the bottom of the first inning. Brewers nothing in their half of the first, although Vogelbach, uh, Vogelbach did work a, a one-out walk. Uh, Omar did kind of a crazy play. Uh, Omar hits a ball to the right side, and and the ball was thrown away a little bit. But Omar turned and made a move towards second. The ball stayed in play, and he was tagged out for the double play there. Into the second inning. Kind of a strange play there. One, two, three for Freddie, top of the second. Starting to settle in for Freddie Peralta. A noisy second inning for the Brewers. A leadoff base hit by uh, Avi Garcia. Shaw strikes out for the first out. JBJ. Well, this is this is where the game really you're thinking. Uh, but that's not going to be enough. But it, at the time, was big. It was big for the crew to take the lead, but it was even bigger for JBJ to start pitching in here offensively. Check it out. As he hit a two-run home run to give the Brewers a two-zip lead, could have been more Urias than a base hit, than McKinney with a base hit. But Urias thrown out uh, trying to uh, run to third for the second out. Now, again, you're going to say, well, what's he doing? He was out by, you know, five feet. The gamble is okay to be made into third base with one out because if he is safe, then a fly ball gets him in. So the standard standard rule there is that <clears throat> you don't make the first and third out at third, but the second out, hey, it's, it's worth a little bit of a gamble there. It didn't pay off in this situation But just backtracking a a tick here, it did pay off with a man aboard for JBJ in that second inning. Jackie Bradley Jr. now. First ball swinging. Fly ball right field. Back on it. Beatty looking up. There she
4: goes. Jackie Bradley Jr. A two-run home run.
5: It'll be nice to see him get hot. Down the gauntlet he goes. JBJ with his second home run, partner. Yep. First pitch fastball. little bit in.
3: Pulls the hands in. You see the way he pulled those hands in to get the barrel to bat on that pitch?
1: Boy, what a nice swing. Good balance. Pop those hips open and two to nothing, Brewers. That was a sweet looking swing from JBJ. And if he gets rolling here, that's going to do nothing but help. <clears throat> they do get a two zip lead there in that second inning and clear the pitcher at the same time. So if you're looking for more offense, you're, you're set up. Four hits through the two innings for the Brewers against the Dodgers. Freddie, after the Brewers take that lead in the third inning. Huge shutdown inning for Peralta. One, two, three, a couple of strikeouts into the bottom of the third inning. Brew Crew returns the favor in the bottom of the third. One, two, three, into the fourth inning. One, two, three. Freddie Peralta, there you go, baby, settling in. Ten consecutive. Settling in uh, through four innings, 60 pitches. So got that pitch count back to manageable. And three up, three down fest continued in this in that game as the uh, Brewers go in order in the fourth inning into the mid-portion of the game. Fifth inning, Freddie, a blemish in the fifth inning. Gives up the no-hitter in the shutout. Uh, fastball uh, solo shot by Pollock. And nothing else after that. A couple of more strikeouts. Lux, by the way, in that uh, in that fifth inning, did have a nine nine pitch AB. Uh, Eighty pitches total through the five innings of work for Freddie Peralta. Two to one now. Bottom five. One two three for the crew. The offense isn't anywhere to be seen there. Freddie batted to end that inning, so he, he came right back out into the sixth inning. I think this is a sign here, guys. I really do. Uh, Craig Council has been speaking lately of managing these starts and managing pitch counts and a six-man rotation possibility. you got to have the arms to actually do that. I think this is telling to send Freddie out there for the sixth inning that he may not get a start in the next you know, five days. It may be six or seven. But this, I thought it was telling. We'll see that 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 theater remains to be seen. But Freddie, man's up in the sixth, eleven pitch inning in that sixth inning. One, two, three, two to one. Bottom of the sixth inning, two out noise for the crew in that sixth inning. Omar Narvaez, unfortunately, a hit. Thinking about stretching it into a double, pulls up a little bit. Leaves the game. The report came out a little while after that as a left hamstring. Not good. Luke Maley takes over. Avi Garcia works a walk, two out for Shaw. He pops it up. Boxberger coming on for the seventh as uh, a new battery comes in for the top of the seventh. Boxberger and Maley and box a lead uh, – I should say a one-out broken bat base hit, but nothing else. Boy, he's been outstanding lately too. Two-to-one holding pattern. Jimmy Nelson, the former Brewer, pitches the bottom of the seventh inning, wants, walks the leadoff man, JBJ, box him over to second base. But Luis flies out. Billy McKinney pops out. Uh, Dave Roberts goes back to his pen. Kestin Hira on to pinch hit and it, he doesn't get it done. J.P. Fireisen coming on for the eighth inning, and he's been nothing short of perfect. One, two, three in that eighth inning. Dave Roberts along the way ejected in that eighth inning in the bottom half. Brewers, insurance, huge. Get him on, get him over, get him in. Colton Wong, a leadoff double, get him on. Vogelbach, a ground ball, get him over. And Luke Mailey, ground ball to first, gets him in. Infield
4: end Wong with great speed at third. And Mailey, a bouncing ball. Wong's coming to the
3: plate. No play at the plate. They get the out at first, but Wong scores. And what a jump. Goodness gracious. You're talking about Colton Long and his base running abilities. It's not just about speed. It's instinct.
1: That those. Secondary leads, and as soon as that ball hit the ground, he scored. And there it was on Bally Sports Wisconsin, and and Rock and, and B.A. Uh, on the call, Rock right on Colton Wong. you just seen a baseball player, just pure, pure baseball player in Colton Wong. I mean, at, great at-bats. You're seeing good instincts, as, as you heard from Rock there on the base pass. And smart baseball player. Excellent glove, just just pure to the core baseball player right there. Josh Hader coming out for the ninth, three up, three down, all strikeouts. Seeger, Turner, Muncy. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, and a Brewers victory. Three won the final. They run their mark to sixteen and ten here early on in the twenty twenty one championship season. Very impressed with this team through the 26 games. Now, the, uh, the other day on Thursday, uh, the final game um, of the uh, Marlins series, I should say Wednesday, a uh, little angry is, is w- what, you know, what I was. However, it doesn't mean I'm not impressed with certain aspects of this team. There are things to be impressed with, but I'm just wondering where you guys go on the impressive meter, if you will, uh, is it starting pitching? Is it that bullpen? Is it an opportunistic offense where they just do enough? I mean, they're coming up with, you know, a hit here and there. Is it? Is it the depth? Is it the versatility? Is it, uh, you know, what you tell me what it is. It's perseverance through the injuries. There's a lot to choose from. The bottom line is it's pretty impressive. I'm pretty impressed. I got to start with the record. That's a 16-10 and 10 mark. Despite everything that's going on here, what, 14, 15-odd players have either been on or are on the I.L. Corbin Burns, the latest member. And maybe even we'll get some news on Omar Narvaez, uh, arguably their best hitter thus far this year. He may be headed to the I.L., just speculating, but we'll see. Hammies can can be funky. 799-1250. 799-1250. We're going to get to uh, Craig Council coming up in a little while. Who needs the Packers in the NFL draft tonight? You've got another Brewers victory over the L.A. Dodgers. That's two of the four in the win ledger for the Milwaukee Brewers here. It's a Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here after a Brewers victory on 1250 AM The Fan and Odyssey Station.
3: Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On The Fan, call Tim Allen now at 414 799 1250 or tweet the show at 1250 a.m. The Fan.
1: Yeah, we'll get to you guys in just a second here. We see you on hold. So sit there uh, as, you know, we're trying to figure out what is the most impressive thing about this team thus far. Now, again, there are some bumps along the way. Make no mistake about that. We, we get that. But there's, there's also some good things that are happening, too. And I would say this, that in a results-based business like the, the, the game of baseball, when you're trying to assess and everything, don't you start at the record you kind of do. Don't you 16 and 10. That's pretty good. That's where I got to start. Everything else is going to flow underneath that. They get it done tonight. Welcome back, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Post Game Show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Uh the play of the game. We need to go back to this because if this guy gets going, we have something once the other dudes get reinserted into the offense. JBJ in that second inning Jackie Bradley Jr. now first ball swinging fly ball right field back on it Beatty
4: looking up there she goes Jackie Bradley Jr. a two run home run
5: it'll be nice to see him get hot down the gauntlet he goes JBJ with his second home run partner yep first pitch fastball
3: little bit in pulls the hands in you see the way he pulled those hands in to get the barrel to
1: bat on that pitch what a nice swing, good balance, pop those hips open, and two to nothing Brewers. Yeah, there it was on Bally Sports Wisconsin's second inning. They take the lead early and hold on, provide some insurance in that eighth inning. It's the one blemish, a solo shot by Pollock off of Freddie Peralta. As that play of the game is brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and smart home technology, simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com, 799-1250. Let's get to you guys. Most impressive thing. You know, there might be a tie for first for you guys, but if you could narrow it down to, to the one it could very well be starting pitching. And here, here you get it again. Six innings, one hit, one run, one walk, and seven Ks. Uh, hit batter as well for Freddie Peralta. Just, just day in, day out. You know, look at the starters here. Eric Lauer yesterday, five innings. Freddie Peralta, six innings tonight. Combined 11 innings in this series against that Dodgers offense of one-run ball, 11 innings. All right, let's get to uh, Jason. Jason, what's happening? You're on the fan. Hey, yeah,
6: a couple things. You know, most impressive is we could field a major league baseball team that'd be very competitive with just the people on our injured list. Um, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> and that and that's ridiculous how well we're we're faring with our record. But I was curious with our catchers, Maley and fella, I hate that I don't know how to pronounce either of their names right. Is there anyone else who's a third stringer if one of those two finally go down? I, I would I, I would
1: think it's Feliciano or, or Henry, yeah, depending the on guy. their situations. Yeah.
6: And Mailey. Yeah. But is there anyone else if Nervaez has to go on the I.L.? Who's our next possible call-up? I don't even know if they have a catcher right now.
1: Yeah, well, it's going to be Mailey, and I would think Feliciano. And that's, that's where you would go. And Feliciano, hey, you're going to like this kid. You are. I, he, he definitely may be the catcher of the future, depending on what they do with Omar. But, the, the, okay, so for you, the most impressive thing is? <laughs> Jason, hello. Okay, I, I think he took off. I, I think, yeah, I, I think it's, it's doing this despite the injuries. Is that the most impressive thing for you? He's gone now. Okay, yeah. All right, let's go to Sam. Sam, you're next on the fan. What's up, man?
7: Hey Tim, love your work. Love your Thanks. work. So I mean what the, what the Brewers are doing right now is, is impressive. Obviously the pitching is is impressive. I think we can all agree on that. However, to to piggyback off of the last callers, it is you know very impressive the work that they are doing with the depleted lineup that they have. You don't have Yellich, you don't have Kane. Wong was out for a while. And these are players that nobody really knew about going into the year, and they are contributing. And what I think is really impressive is I'm looking at more of the long term in this one is these players are getting significant reps currently that they would not Mm -hmm. be getting if those other players – if Yelich and came with me in the lineup, so we're not only going to be able to go back to those players, we're going to have players that have gotten solid playing time that have delivered.
1: So no doubt, it, it, yeah, and the no question about obviously. it. Sam, Sam, I'll let you. I'll let you respond. I think it is a point that is uh, uh, underestimated here. That you're right. The Billy McKinneys, even even early on, Jace Petersons some of these guys are going to have to come back in Tyrone Taylor's mid to late season in a big pennant race game and using the reps that they're getting now because of injuries, using that for success in August. I I think it's a great point and it's flying under the radar.
7: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, Yelich is going to come back. Kane is going to come back and all these players have proven that they can deliver and if you have our starting pitching and, and especially with uh Bauer coming up, you know, last night and then and then you have Zimmerman, I, I think he could be a unsung hero as well. I I feel like David Stearns has really you know, we sometimes question what he does, however there is a method to his madness. No, oh, yeah.
1: he's he's the mad scientist. Yeah. I'll, t- yeah, I'll take it.
7: I, 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 yeah, I feel like he, you know, nobody thought the Brewers would be a half game back of the best record in baseball right
1: now. Yeah, no doubt. And 16 and 10. It's got to be up there on the impressive uh, list for, for everybody. Uh, yeah, uh, Sam, I got to move here. Let me let me get in uh, Brady at 799-1250. What's on your mind, Brady?
0: Hi. Hi. Uh... Just, just leaving the game. The Brewers are doing good. I mean, they have got to figure out Chicago, and we almost caught Jackie Bradley Jr.'s ball.
1: Oh, you were right there. You almost caught. How far away were you?
0: Like inch.
1: Oh man! <laughs> so you were you were probably on TV, Brady.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. What do What are you impressed with on this team?
0: I'm impressed. Amazing
1: how good they're doing. Yeah, you're not alone. You're not alone, dude. And you have one of the best names in the world. Thanks for the call. Call anytime. I love that name, right. Brady. I, yeah. I do. As a first name, Brady's a cool name. 799-1250. I would think after the record, if, if it's me, Pipe Bomb, I want to get your thoughts too uh, on, on the single most impressive thing. Uh, the the record stands out for me. It's sixteen and ten, and and the reason it does is because everything flows underneath that. Now there are bumps in offense. There there's bumps in in injuries. There's you know maybe not uh, taking a a swing game against Pittsburgh, not taking a swing game against Miami. Um, but but it's the record, and after that. I think somewhere up there has to be. I won't say this is this is uh, second on my list, but man, it's pretty impressive. You take it to the Padres and Dodgers, you're five and zero against those two big boys out west.
4: Yeah, it seems like the Brewers are playing up to their competition. You know, they struggled a little bit against the uh, the pesky Pirates earlier in the year, Uh, but you know they they've won three series against the Cubs. You sweep the Padres and. At minimum, you get a split in the four-game set this weekend against the Dodgers. They, like you said, you know, to sweep the Padres and win the first two against the best team, in you know, talent-wise. Not mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, shake a stick at what no, Milwaukee but talented, has, but yeah. yeah, you know, the the t- most talented team in the National League, it, it's phenomenal.
1: But I'd I'd have to say it's tough to overlook the starting pitching. And and despite, you know, some of the some of the bumps and, and bruises that um you've got with injuries and Brett Anderson had a game get away from him and Josh Lindblom had to pick that game up and Chicago ran away with it. You had Brett Anderson earlier against Chicago in a in a different series, kinda get uh, beat up a little bit, giving up three home runs in the inning, but outside of that it's almost a nightly occurrence here that this starter whoever it is is going 5 6 innings guys of like zero or one run ball hell i'd be impressed with a 390 era out of the starters right now all things considered
4: yeah yeah and you know for for us if we're if we're throwing kudos around fire hydrant oh man <laughs> That dude, he is straight money, just dealing up there and mowing folks down, making them look foolish. Oh, it's a beautiful thing.
1: I thought for a second there that it was going to be Drew Rasmussen in that eighth inning in a two-to-one game against the Dodgers. And I I have to say, at some point, you're going to have to graduate that kid into some higher leverage. Now your bullpen's in decent shape. I would think that Josh might be unavailable tomorrow. If we're thinking a little bit uh, ahead here, um, in in Woody's start, uh, you've got Suter available. You've got Suter. You've got Rasmussen and Williams probably will be back available. He he went back to back, so he was not available tonight. But I would think your your bullpen is in okay shape for tomorrow. Maybe Woody chooses tomorrow for the gem, for the big time gem. Uh, he's got the longest outing thus far this year, seven full. So that starting pitching, it's 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 tough to turn your head away and just not talk about it. Now there are some concerns with the injuries. What are you going to do? Uh, is it going to be uh, our caller mentioned Jordan Zimmerman? I am. Probably as concerned about Jordan Zimmerman's uh, start, if indeed he gets that on Sunday, as I was about Zach Godley's start. You're looking at a guy that, well, I'll get to the, I'll get to uh, Jordan Zimmerman's story in just a second here. It's, it's pretty interesting, kind of a, a very entertaining story as well. 799-1250. Jeff, you want to squeeze one more in here? Yeah. Uh, before we break? Yeah, let's go out to Valders and uh, welcome our old buddy Brian. Hello, Brian. What's going on? Hey,
5: Tim. Uh, great game again tonight, boy. I'll tell you. I mean, you asked the question: what's the single most important or aspect of the, of the team this year? And it, it's got to be the pitching. I mean, earlier in the year, I think I called you. and We talked a little bit about their one pitcher short.
8: Mm-hmm. Well,
5: I mean, Fire Fire has just has just come out of everywhere, and 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 then you put Devin Williams kind of getting back in his. You know, and then you got hater. I mean, Hader is blowing people away. I mean, and the starting pitching has been tremendous. So, I mean, I, I love the depth, obviously, but they've been, they've been, it's been awesome.
1: Yeah, when we had that conversation, that was a conversation about the bullpen being one arm short. So we were hoping that Drew Rasmussen would be that Jeremy Jeffress that stepped up. And, and now, you know, really when, when you fast forward to, to where we're at now, uh, Brian, it's, it's both Boxberger and Fire Eisen stepping up. So, you know, instead of one, you've got two there. And, you know, obviously Fire Eisen, is he going to be perfect all, all season long? No. And I'm looking forward in a, in a weird way, Brian, to see what Fire Eisen does after he has a little bout of mm, two runs, maybe gives up a three-run homer. I want to see what he does after that because it's going to happen. He is going to give up a few runs here and there.
5: Absolutely, and I think Boxberger, you know, he's kind of really been, he's been pretty good of late, you know, and, yep. and and he's been put in some crucial situations. And then you, and you add, you add a Junior Aspison into the, which which has a he's a talented young arm, you know. I think I think you just you just mold that bullpen together and and then these starters, and hopefully you get Corbin back, you know. I think, but you can't you can't discredit the, the depth we've had to some of these guys you mentioned. I mean. I've, have stepped up and, and it's going to only help us down the road.
1: Yeah, it is. Thanks for the call, Brian. And, and it really is probably under the radar, maybe more so than uh, a lot of stories here in the 21 season, is that Tyrone Taylor's ABs here. And, and again, it may be a trip to the minor leagues back and forth here all, all summer long for Tyrone Taylor. It may be, you know, another guy that get, that gets healthier and then steps back in. I, I don't know. You know, it could be a Derek Fisher. It could be a, you know, Jace Peterson comes off. It could be one of those guys. All of these guys, what the reps they're getting now, I'll promise you one or or a couple of them will come up with a huge hit later on this year because of what's going on now. So that that's a positive. Trying to pull the positive out of, out of all these injuries. That Jordan Zimmerman story on the way. And and the single most impressive thing for you guys so far in a 16-10 mark and a win over the Dodgers, 3-1 final, 2-1 yesterday. Pitching, 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 getting it done. We'll be back. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove on 1250 AM The Fan and Odyssey Station.
3: Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove on The Fan. Call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250 AM The Fan.
1: A 3-1 to one victory over the L.A. Dodgers. And, and again, the Dodgers are not playing the best baseball that they're going to play all season long. But do you really care? Uh, part of a pretty good record is, is facing guys at the right time. So you, you talk about uh, baseball being at times uh, lucky. Okay, well that's part of it. This is like a lucky bounce here and there. That does play a lot to do, uh, play a lot into the uh, game of baseball. Has a lot to do with a season as well, not just a game. A season, they faced the Chicago Cubs while they were playing down nine games of their first twenty-one. While the Cubs are not playing well, okay. well are the Cubs going to be this bad all season long, I don't believe so. I don't. Now, some people may disagree with that, saying the Cubs that, you know, they are what they are. I don't think so. I think there's they're going to be playing better ball. But the point is, they played them top-heavy in the schedule. That's a little lucky on the schedule makers. Okay, the L.A. Dodgers. They come out of the chute going, what did they start? I, I want to say 13-2, and two, something like that. Yeah. Now they've lost nine of their last 12 games, and you're facing them right in the midst of that? That's a little luck. The schedule gods looking down at you, paying you back for all the injuries <laughs> that are going on with the Brewers. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin post game show, along with Great Lakes Drag It's uh, the Polish pipe bomb, Jeff Roloski. My name is Tim Allen. And these, maybe if you could narrow it down to the single most impressive thing, I've got the record being at the top, 16 and 10. No matter what happens. That's got to be the end-all, be-all judgment scale. And, again, you can say, well, a lot of factors go into a record, but the record is kind of how you get in the playoffs. The record is kind of how you're you're seeded into the playoffs. And, yes, after 26 games, I do talk about playoffs because it is a playoff race. This is the the end of uh, the first month of the season now, the final day of April here. Tomorrow is May. And and with all the injuries, that's pretty damn impressive, a 16-10 and 10 mark. So I, I point to that. Secondly, I will point to the starting pitching. Now, I figured they'd be okay. I didn't think they'd be this stellar. Come on. M- maybe the organization is going to tell you that we knew we had beasts here. Well, did you? Did you really? You knew you had an, uh, I'm a big fan of Brandon Woodruff. You knew you had a stud there, but did you really think Corbin Burns was going to bounce back like this? Now, again, Corbin Burns had a successful year last year, but to bounce back looking like Jacob deGrom, I mean, that's a a tall ask. Freddie Peralta, (laughs) just almost start in, start out. It's keeping you in a baseball game with some stellar numbers. Adrian Hauser, at the end of the day, his numbers are good. He might not be pitching innings, but they're good. So, I, I you know, again, that part is, is super impressive. But w- what about you guys? 799 1250 to Mike. Mike, you're on the uh, fan. What's going on, Mike? Hey, Jimmy. <laughs> what's up, Michael?
0: I know I'm fin. I'm finishing the trifecta today. Wow. All four sports stations on your network.
1: Okay, now very good. You. Thank you.
0: I'm going on the DL tomorrow.
1: Yeah, what's but going I'm on going. with you? You sound awful.
0: I know. <laughs> do you remember you? You're kind of my age. Do you remember the Royce Fireman Award?
1: I do. Yes. Raleigh Fingers well, here, had, had one or two of those.
0: And, you know, after that comedy act against the Marlins, mm-hmm. I thought you were going to lose it. <laughs> if I was Wednesday. Told you, Timmy, they're going to give up two runs in two games to the world champions. You would have thought I was drunk. Right. How crazy is this game? Half the roster... I'm the DL. Next man up, go
1: There you go. Michael, I hope you you feel better, my friend. Take take it easy. Uh, The reason I was angry on Wednesday, you guys probably know, you listen to the show, they scored 19 runs in six games. You do the math on that. Let's see, six games, 19, 6, 12, 18, that's... Boy, oh boy, that's, that's a little, a tick over three runs a game. By the way, folks, this series offensively isn't much better. But it's enough for time. It's about time. This is the season of time. I find myself talking about time more so this year maybe than any other year I've done this show in 16 years. Just get through for now. Get through. Take it game by inning, by inning, every pitch by every pitch. Get through to the next guy. Hand that ball off to the next guy in the bullpen. Find a way. Come up with a two-run homer. Oh, you did that yesterday and won a game, Travis Shaw. Thank you. Come up with a two-run homer once. Oh, JBJ, you did that tonight. Thank you. Normally, a two-run home run isn't enough to make it stand up. But somehow, some way, they've made it through last night's game. They made it through tonight's game. Hell, why not make it another one tomorrow? Uh, let's go to. Uh, is this Block? I think it's it's listed as Block. You're on the fan. What's up, Block?
2: Hey, Timmy, listen up. You know me for a long time, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. <laughs> Shoot. This 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 rotation has a chance to go to the world series and here's why you look at the giants in 2010 2012 2014 you look at the royals in 2015 their offenses weren't great but guess what they had great rotations and they had a good closer if you look at the giants in those years they had brian wilson and sergio romo and i guess what even at their peak Josh Hader is far better than those pitchers in that peak. And, and, and it, 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 with, with, with that statement, I want to say that uh, Freddie Peralta, Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns are probably just as good, if not better, than Tim Lincecum, Matt Cain, and Madison Baumgartner in that period. Teams like this have won the World Series before. I know you believe with me, and I want to hear what you have to say about this.
1: I'm a believer. Yes, and I'll—I will say this. Now, again, we're talking May first tomorrow, so this is a statement yeah. on May first, based on what we know in the first month, based on what we know. That's—that's—that's that's a, that's a chunk of baseball, guys. It—it it is a decent amount of baseball to kind of um, extrapolate a few things. If—if we—if we would just fast forward, carbon copy. What's yeah. been going on for a month? Thanks, thanks for the call, Block. Uh, if we carbon copy this month, the next four, I'll I'll promise you this: nobody wants to face that one, two, three rotation in a post game in a, in a postseason series. Woody, Burns, and Peralta are going to keep this team in every single playoff series. I don't care who they're playing. And it just may be this Dodger team again. And I thought that it was interesting today. Some people are going to say poo-poo to you, Tim. That's nothing going on here. What I saw in this game tonight, there's a little up and in action going on between these two teams. A little, keep an eye on it the rest of the weekend. We'll see if it comes to fruition. A little up and in action. That team... That team or that team facing Woody, Burns, and Peralta with what we've seen through a month of baseball is going to keep the Milwaukee Brewers in a position to win that series, whether it be five or a seven. I don't know if, uh, again, understand the disclaimer. Through a month of baseball, nobody wants to face those three pitchers because they may walk out of that series scoring a couple of runs in the three starts. One goes 6, the other goes 5, the other goes 6. That's going to keep you in a in a in, in a game, it's going to keep you in a series for sure. 799-1250. Let's get a uh, Mike in here before we hear from Craig Council. Mike, you're on the fan. What's up? Hello Mike.
6: You got that straightened out? Um, When I heard about Zimmerman today, I was just realizing this is setting up to be a real almost storybook season for a championship season with all the injuries, all the pitching guys stepping up. uh, The pitching is, is lights out. I just believe like this is going to be the year and we're missing two of our best hitters. And, uh, and now Burns is down. I just feel like, and I hope for Craig Council, because I'm a big fan of his, I hope they do it this year. Uh, I'm kind of pumped up, so I'm going to hop off. Okay. Uh,
1: no, no, no. Be, be pumped up. Don't be too pumped up, Mike. I, I know your situation. So, okay, uh, thanks for the call. Yeah, Corbin, mm-hmm. a, a tough thing. Uh, we'll get in one more here. But this Zimmerman thing. I, uh, I, I, again, it's a, it's a good role that the Brewers are on here in this series, and I don't want to s- slow the roll here, but I will say this. It doesn't feel right to me. I will tell you that right now. It doesn't feel right. Um, they, they sign him to a, uh, to a deal in the offseason. He comes into camp, and they, he, doesn't, he doesn't pass muster, and, and they cut him. Uh, a short time after that, they re-sign him to a minor league deal. He agrees to that. He goes to the alternate training site. He has an opt-out as part of that agreement. He sees starts by, uh, he sees a start by Eric Lauer. He sees calls uh, uh, call-ups by Patrick Weigel and these types of guys. He doesn't get the call-up. He says, screw it, my opt-out is Friday, April 30th, today, last night. He says, you know what, calls his agent. His agent says, you know, let the Brewers know I'm going to retire. I'm going to hang him up. Two hours later, the Brewers call and say, hey, dude, um, we need you. And it looks like he's going to start on Sunday. But we need you here. Um, Something doesn't feel right on that. I will say this. If that dude pitches a gem, there's something going on here special. That's all I got to say. Zach Godley got the call before Jordan Zimmerman did. I don't, you know, again, I normally a little more positive than that. I'm just trying to be honest with you guys with my feelings. It doesn't, it doesn't smell right. This whole Zimmerman thing. He's going to hate me. And some of the brewers are going to hate me for saying that, but it just doesn't, you know, the guy's uh, halfway into a boat on the water up North fishing. And he gets a call that, Hey, can you throw a baseball? Are they in that dire need? Maybe. They went with Eric Lauer yesterday. I thought that was a brilliant call. Absolutely brilliant by Stearns and, and counsel. Let's get in Tony listening on the Odyssey app in Glendale, California. Uh, Tony, you're on the fan. What's up?
6: Hey, Tim. Uh, thanks for hosting the show tonight. Um, you, were, you were mentioning before about catching um, the, the teams at the right time.
9: Yep.
1: Oh, you did not just drop out You're, on me.
6: Sorry, no, I'm still here. Sorry.
1: Okay. Good.
6: Uh, yes, you were mentioning catching the teams at the right time, yes, sir. Um, you know, uh, living out here in LA and watching a little Padres baseball down south too. Um, they think they think they're catching us at the right time because we got injured players. So, you know, uh, I think our squad's doing well catching you think they're you know the 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 Padres and the the Brewers and the I'm sorry the Padres the Dodgers and Mm -hmm. the Cubs are not playing well at this moment we don't even have our big guns in so exactly they're still losing to us shorthanded
1: yep and and I would say that after the record that might be at the top of someone's impressive list is that you're doing this without full health without even 75 percent health Yeah, It's just just nuts, Tony, isn't it? And the Dodgers are healthy, you know?
6: The Dodgers are healthy right now, and they're still losing to us.
1: And and they are, and that's a great point. The Dodgers may have been coming in here saying, hey, we can right the ship here against a beat-up Milwaukee team. Yep. All right, very good. Tony, stay in touch. Uh, We'll talk to you throughout the uh, summertime here. Craig Council has got to be pleased. And again, it's a storyline that just continues to happen. And that is the starting pitching for this squad here in 21. Not just the starting pitching, but man, that bullpen just keeps handing that baton to the next dude. And they're running. And JP and Hayter and Boxberger. And now Williams starting to get his head on straight a little bit just all good news. Now the health. Just get through this time frame of, boy, what a... This might have been the most brutal uh, month of health in, in Brewer's history. It, it just may be. 799-1250. You get to counts next. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. They make it two in a row over the Dodgers. 3-1 the final. We'll be right back. 1250 AM, The Fan and Odyssey Station.
3: What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan.
1: 3-1 the final. They take game two of this four-game set against the L.A. Dodgers. And one of our last callers uh, put it right, that maybe the Dodgers were looking to get a little fat here against the Milwaukee Brewers here, all beat up. And, you know, you put put some offense up and, and you know, make the Brewers chase a few runs. Tough to do that against this type of pitching that the Brewers have going these days. 799-1250 at Sapella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Post-game show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, a 16-10 and 10 mark. Pretty impressive. And that's where I start right there. Secondly, the starting pitching. And and number three, guys, I, I do have to say that I'm uh, – I'm impressed with the bullpen and it's starting to take shape. For example, in in a big game, just think about this in a in a huge game. If you have Woody or Burns or one of these guys, you know, going 5 or 6. The way it lines up if you had to shorten the game. Shorten it up to maybe the 5 innings. The starter goes, gives up a run or two. When your offense can surely muster up that, right? If you do have the lead mid-game through five innings, you, know, you could go with Brent Suter. Then you go with a Boxberger, J.P. Fireisen, Josh Hader. I never even mention Devin Williams and all that. Let's say it's a stressful game in which you go four innings and you've got the lead. If you, I'm just saying if you had to. Line them all up there. You got to feel pretty good about a suitor, Boxberger, Williams, Fire Eisen, and hater. I'm just saying if you had to. Now, again, a lot of baseball, a lot of fun to have this summer. Just based on what we know in the first month of baseball, there's a little something cooking here. There is. Guys, there is. It's a 16-10 mark. I get it. They're probably going to lose at some point, you know, maybe June, May. I don't I don't know when. They might lose three in a row at, at some point. Starting pitching will prevent extended losing streaks. And I don't see an extended one in here. They may get beat in some low-run losses. Uh, let's get a couple in before we get to Craig Council and some Omar Narvaez news. He uh, pulled up lame uh, in the game due to a hamstring. We'll go to Dennis. Dennis, what's the most impressive thing thus far through a month?
5: Well, I believe it's the starting pitching. I know that for a fact, you know. But you for never sure. know when that's going to go down. But I just want to know, you know, they're going to have a lot of tough decisions coming up when these guys start getting healthy, you know, if they're still playing good like that. Because their defense looks pretty good, you know. so With,
1: with Billy not... McKinney being... Uh... The situation he's in—that's that would be a tough cut. A Tyrone Taylor—it's tough to put those numbers down, right? In in yep. into the alternate trading site. You're right, but those are good problems to have. Dennis, thanks for the call. That that would be a good problem to have. Is that you have to make these difficult decisions? Um, Big Ron, out east, you've been you've been playing the unders, right?
10: Yeah, they continue to work, and I'll tell you, the most impressive thing about this Brewers' season is the post-game show. Tim, you are a national treasure. Don't <laughs> Why? ever forget that, man. <laughs> you know the the Brewers are six and zero against the Padres and the Dodgers this year. Who would have Who would have thunk it?
1: Five, right? Five, five and zero, right?
10: Or five yep. and zero? Okay. Yep. Excuse my yep. math there. You know, with this ragtag group of fill-ins and backups, they're just getting it done, you know, and pitching wins championships. I'm taking my uh, – the uh, Brewers are going to be out here on the East Coast playing the Phillies next week. Mm-hmm. I'm taking my seven-year-old, uh, seven-year-old out of school next week Thursday, taking him to the game. And if, if they stick with a five-man rotation, we're going to get to see Woody pitch, the big Woo.
1: Oh nice. Really
10: looking forward to that.
1: Nice. You get you got to call me after that game. I I got to know how that goes. That oh, that's cool. I'll
10: definitely call you on the way home.
1: Yeah, that is that is cool. Yeah, stay for now. Stay with the unders. That worm will turn though. You know that, right?
10: Oh well, yeah, you, you know, you know, a trend only lasts as long as it lasts, right? <laughs> I'm sticking with the unders. They're winning, you know. The pitching, they we got good pitching. We have an inept offense that's just getting timely hitting getting enough hits to get it done, you know.
1: Um,
10: this, is just a, this is a team of destiny, you know. This is a team of destiny. We are finally going to bring it home this year.
1: Ron, thanks for the call. We'll talk again. Uh, Jeff, you too. Uh, this, these games fit the style, and I've been saying this for a couple of weeks now. They fit the definition and style of a playoff game. They do. Every night. Every night you're getting a really tight, situational baseball game a lot of times you know these games go conventional if you will and, and it's a 6-2 game it's a 5-1 game you kind of you, you feel that a certain team whether it's Brewers or their their opponent you kind of know what's going on you know who's probably going to win this game barring any you know comeback from the 7th inning on these games this year almost across the board you can only lift maybe four or five of these games out of here and every single one has been the style and definition of a playoff game would you agree with that jeff oh absolutely
4: one of our fantastic callers you know mentioned how important it was for some of these guys who would on a regular season with everybody healthy would be riding you know the the last couple spots on the bench getting significant playing time When you have as many injuries as the Brewers have, and you're in as many close games as the Brewers have been in, you're not supposed to win at the clip that the Brewers are winning at now. So every day that they sit there and survive and keep winning and keep beating the best teams in the National League, Padres, Dodgers, uh, you know, it's just another day closer to getting the full squad together together and it it's unbelievable. It, it's great to watch so far. Every pitch, it's like a playoff game, like it, it you is. said.
1: It 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 really is. Edge and, of and your just, seat. Every pitch, almost every pitch of the game, every situation. I'm I'm trying to think ahead. You know, this is just me, and and there are a lot of Brewers fans that do the same thing for sure. And and that is trying to think along with Craig Council. Trying to think you're gonna th- you're gonna let Freddie bat. In the bottom of that fifth inning, 80-pitch count. You're going to let him bat in a one-run game? Okay, well, let's find out. Let's see if there's a couple of runners aboard with one out or no outs when the, when the pitcher spot comes up. I don't know if he would have stayed with Freddie in that situation. Maybe a bunning situation. It's possible. Just lay down a bun, and then you know, he's going to pitch the next, next rack. Um, you try and stay ahead of these things. You, you, you try and say, okay, let's grab some insurance here. You've got, uh, you've got J.P. Fireisen and Josh Hader, 8th and ninth If you can get a run, you feel good with a two-run lead. Okay, well, what happens? Well, you didn't get it until you know, the 8th inning, but the bottom of the 8th. But you got it. That was a get them on, get them over, get them in. That is the style of playoffs. That was, that was an, an excellent situation to see for the crew tonight. How many times this year has that runner been planted there at second, with nobody out, or second and third with nobody out, and they didn't get it done? All of this is going to help down the line. All of it. Colton Wong, the double—it's just—it's—he's a pleasure to watch play baseball. We've—we've we've never seen him play on a, a regular basis, a daily basis, a series. You know, a, probably a few series a year where most Brewers fans are kind of honed in a little bit. He has a couple of good games. Yeah, that Colton Wong, he kind of hurts us a little bit. He's a nice ball player. I didn't realize he was this nice, just all around, the kind of five-tool guy. He's but becoming he... one of those guys where
4: you go and spend your money to watch, just play about, baseball. Yes. You know, it, uh, obviously an impressive career before he came here, but like you said, now seeing him every day, he's one of those guys where if, uh, if I wasn't working – uh, on, on this show tomorrow, you know, I, I would probably bring my kids to the game too. And, you know, without yelling being in guy. there, I I'd still, you know, bust the, bust the cobwebs off my wallet and plunk down
1: some money to see Colton Wong and the boys. Uh, he is, uh, maybe, and, and again, we've got a month to go on, but maybe the brewers have found for the year, None of this nonsense of going uh, flip-flopping, lefty righty, whoever's going to lead off. Maybe against lefties and righties, you have a consistent leadoff man in Colton Wong. It's it's possible. It's looking good for that. I don't see why that would change. Lefty right doesn't matter. Uh, so that's that's. Uh, I mean, that's just a a, a good sign. You tr- you try and stay a- like I said, you try and stay ahead of Craig Council a little bit, and. Um, it's pretty impressive how, how into it they are. I learned something from Craig Council today also, about some pitches. You know, and we've wondered this in the past. Some pitches are called from that dugout. Uh, him and Euchre were having a conversation before the game today on the flagship, and it was, um, it was just a little tidbit that I had asked that question to one of the coaches years ago, and he was non-committal on it. But you see catchers looking into that dugout. But Craig Council also said that the ultimate decision is based on the the pitcher. The pitcher gets veto power on some calls. Well <laughs> you're JP Fireisen. you gonna shake off Craig Council? Nope. <laughs> I don't no, think so. I would not. <laughs> yep, No, not a chance. But if I was right, Josh Hader, I wouldn't have a problem. Yeah, no, Josh, just whatever he's doing, just I, you know, let him, let him go do the, do his thing. All right, uh, let's get to uh, Craig Council here. If you guys want to jump in here, uh, you're more than welcome. 414-799-1250. Also, uh, breaking news: this from BetQL. Uh, breaking news on the fan here: Aaron Rodgers is still a Green Bay Packer. Just if you if you're keeping track at home, here. thankfully. Yes, uh, indeed. I'm w- I'm with you there. All right, let's get to counts after the Brewers' 3-1 win in game two over the Dodgers.
11: Craig, you sort of made a comment before the game that this team is doing it a little different way than previous Brewers teams. Is tonight sort of one of those games that you had in mind, kind of pitching and defense again?
8: Yeah, I mean, we're being, you know, we're for a lot of the season, we've been really tough to score on. And um, that that's it's a good way to win games. Um, and I, you know, we're doing enough offensively. Um, I thought tonight the, the third run we scored was just great base running by Colton. And then, you know, a guy that's put in a really tough spot, hasn't had a live at, bat, you know, hasn't had a game at bat and you know, over a month really. And, and, and just puts the ball in play and something good happens. So, it's happy for Luke. There, it's, it's tough at tough, tough at bat. He did a nice job, but um, and it holds up because we're just we're pitching really well, um, and that's that's uh, a good that's a good formula.
12: Craig, um, what's Omar's status? How's he doing?
8: Uh yeah, we don't know. We'll get we're gonna get some tests done, and we'll know more information tomorrow. Um, you know, at this point, it's day to day until we know more.
12: What's your um, catching depth behind Mailey right now? I mean, the only other catcher on the 40-man is
8: Feliciana. That sounds good. That's it. Hey, Craig, what if, um, kind of a weird question, but what if something were to have had happened to Luke today? Did you have somebody else in mind ready to go? I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, we took a dugout poll um, ask guys to raise their hands. A couple some some people were unwilling to raise their hand, but, um, Pablo Reyes reluctantly raised his hand. So it's Pablo Reyes.
12: Craig, what about how Freddie threw the ball? I mean, he seemed upset about the home run, but he
8: really locked it in after that. No, Freddie did great. I mean, he, you know, he, he probably wasn't locked in in the first inning. Um, and uh they, they made him work a little bit in the first inning but he got himself out of it and then and then I thought he really he got dialed in a little bit there and uh was really efficient with his pitches uh, throwing throwing a lot of strikes got kind of got a slider going probably was the pitch he was, was missing with a little bit in the first inning but then he got that going and then he was really really good so he pitched well and that's it's obviously a tough lineup and um you know to give us six strong innings there was uh impressive. Craig I know it means more on September 30th and April 30th but to get through this month with everything you've been through in first place is that an accomplishment and something to to be proud of as you go into the next next part of the schedule? Yeah I mean I don't know if we're, we're we're you know every day you show up and it's it's a new challenge so that that's how we treat it we and enjoy the win and then show up tomorrow and have another challenge in front of us. Um, you know, it, it's, I know it's a month for, so it's time to, for a milestone, but we, that's, that's, I don't, I don't know if we're looking at it like that. We got two tough games against, a, a darn good team and, uh, try to figure out a way to keep it going.
12: Craig, it was interesting talking to uh, Luke Maley because he said he can't even remember the last at bat he had. I mean, you know, he's hurt all last year on the alternate training site and on your taxi squad, I'm assuming. Um, just <laughs> how tough it is for especially a catcher, to, to do what he's doing.
8: Yeah, well, he's done a nice job, and he did a great job in the spring. I think uh, understanding our pitchers, spending time with – Manny and Omar with Walker with Chris hook. Um, and, and that I, and he's, and he's, he knows what he's doing behind the plate. you know, when, when you know, I know he's, he's missed time there, but you, you put him behind the plate and he, he knows what he's doing. Um, and, and so you're really comfortable with him going into the game and, and behind the plate the at bats thing. I mean, he, he hasn't had, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure what he'd tell you when the last at bat he has had, um, He's had a couple of live looks. He, he had, you know, but it's been it's been sparse for sure. So 20
12: 2019, I think, right? In 2019.
8: Yeah, I mean, I mean he's had some live looks at the alternate site and kind of on the taxi squad. We do some live BPS with, with some guys, but it's it's been really, really sparse. Um, so like I said, it credit to him for being in a big spot and just doing enough, you know, contacts. Really, all you can ask for, right there. Just somehow make contact and see what happens, and you know, I mean, that's what he did.
12: Craig, you have some very, very good and very important players on the IL. But is it safe to say that Omar would be the toughest one to replace, just because of his position and what he's doing, and your depth at that position?
8: Well, we, we, I mean, we have, yeah. I mean, I, you don't like to lose any players, and it, it, it definitely all, all of them, all every time you lose a player, it, it it hurts you and it cuts you a little bit, no question. Um, but he's, I mean, he's off to a great start and, and he, he really is. Um, and and probably just, just as important, he's catching wonderfully. He really is. He's, he's doing a great job with our pitching staff. He's really, he's just dialed in every pitch. he he's really dialed in. So as well as he's hitting, I, I think as the de- de- defensively and calling the game, he's probably been even better. Um, and, and so yeah, you know, I, I mean, I think Luke's capable of that for sure. The the, the Manny's injury is not long term, and he he's he's on track um, to be to be pretty pretty good. If if something something we get some bad news with Omar, but that's um, a loss. It'd be a loss for sure. Anything else for Craig?
12: Hey, Craig, uh, Fire icon finishes April fifteen outings. Uh, no, no runs. <laughs> <laughs> that's nutty good, isn't it for a rookie?
8: Uh, It doesn't, you can take the rookie part out of it. It's, it's, it's nutty good for a pitcher. Um, He's been lights out. He's been efficient. I mean, he, I don't know if he's had a 20 pitch inning. I mean, he's, he's been really efficient with his pitches. Um, His fastball is, is, is really playing. It, It really is. It's, 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 you see a lot of pop-ups, um, and he and he's got weapons for left-handed hitters and right-handed hitters, and, and that's what's made him so good right now. Is that the weapons for both hitters um, makes him very, you know, usable. It doesn't matter, you know, you're not not really looking at who's up in the lineup when when JP's pitching. It's um, and then that's that's a valuable reliever.
1: Yeah, there he is, Craig Council, after the Brewers' three-one victory to take Game Two of this four-game set over the LA Dodgers. And a 16 and 10 mark for the first month of the season here in the 2021 championship season. Now, a couple of things there. He downplayed the first month's success and he, and he looks at it like pretty much I do for sure. Cannot wait for tomorrow's game. It's another sort of pennant race game. It's against a tough opponent. It's a challenge. You find a way you get healthy. Uh, That that I thought was uh, an appropriate answer. And the other thing, just real quick before the break, uh, he he did mention, you know, the run prevention part of it—not only pitching but defense—they were transparent on that coming in. That's a way to win baseball games, guys. Too, you know, you don't just in 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 today's baseball, you don't just go across the board. You don't have to at least go win eight five games every night. I mean, you're winning three one two one. And they knew that coming in, that they had the pitching, uh, enough pitching, and great defense to get that done. Jackie Bradley Jr. hit his second on the season, a two-run shot in the second inning. We're going to hear from JBJ next. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove.
3: Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500.
1: 3-1 the final as the Brewers take game two of this four-game set on a two-run home run by Jackie Bradley Jr. In the second inning, they tack on a little insurance in the eighth inning. And in the middle there, they get Freddie Peralta going uh, six innings of work, one hit, one run, a single walk, a hit batter, and seven strikeouts. And then they turn things over to the bullpen. Box, JP, and Hader uh, lock this thing down two in a row over the L.A. Dodgers. And regardless of the Dodgers playing bad, catching them at a good time or not, Still ends up in the win column for the Brewers, and that's huge. They're sixteen and ten through the first month of the year, and I, you know, again, I go back. I think it was uh, Drew Wagner that asked that question to kind of to Craig Council to kind of sum up the first month of the season, and I, th- I thought it was a stellar answer. And that is, hey, yeah, you know, whatever. He was so, sort of nonchalant about it, and saying, hey, we know we've we've got a another matchup tomorrow and and an opportunity to go back out there and and go toe to toe with these guys so you see the the screws coming loose a little bit dave roberts tossed out now i will say this that the uh umpiring uh the, the home plate umpire uh ted barrett i don't think had a had a great game tonight and and we'll we'll see some off nights in every occupation <laughs> including Baseball umpires, broadcasters, players, and whatever you do for a living, you're going to have a bad day once in a while. Tough for an AB, you know, in, in, in your third time around when, when you can't get any consistency behind the plate because, hey, Freddie was getting squeezed too, and Roberts needs to understand that, that Freddie was throwing some good pitches. He wasn't missing by much at all, if missing at all. And then the screws, uh, you know, come loose. Like I said, Roberts gets tossed out in that eighth inning, and maybe you're, you know, you're, you're a shark smelling blood against the Dodgers. You've got uh, Woody on the hill tomorrow. Hey, go for grab another one. You know, in fact, if you if you want to go a two-game window, you grab one of these two two next games here. I think everyone would be all right with that on Sunday night doing this show. I'll, I'll tell you that. JBJ, two-run shot. Shaw, two-run shot yesterday. Let's uh, go back into the clubhouse here and hear from uh, the Brewers, Jackie Bradley Jr.
12: Jackie, uh, this has become quite a familiar formula, winning formula. Uh, just Very strong pitching, just enough offense, really good defense. You guys are making that work, aren't you?
13: So far, so good. Um, both Both teams have tremendous pitching staffs and you know, we knew coming into the series that runs are going to be at a premium. So, you know, we've got to be able to take advantage of them uh, as as often as we can, early, late. You know, we'll, we'll take anything we can get. Jack, you
11: surprised at all? You guys are where you are with the number of the sheer number of injuries you've had.
13: Um, I don't. I guess look into surprise because you know we have a lot of talented guys. Um, on this team. Uh, We have guys who are able to, you know, step in and and get the job done. We're, you know, all like accepting our our roles and and doing it quite nicely, Um, you know, so early in the season. And, you know, we have a long ways to go. So, you know, hopefully we get everybody back healthy. So we feel like we can improve.
12: Jackie, it's always nice to get a round number, uh, number one hundred for you home runs. But even better when it, when it's big like that, right? When it helps win the game.
13: Yeah, that's that's, that's great. Anytime you can do anything to help the team win, it's it's essential. Um, you know, it's a lot of fun. This is this is a great ball team, and you know, I'm I'm very pleased with you know everybody and you know the way to go about their business.
12: It's fun playing behind Freddie. I mean, he, he pumps strikes in there, doesn't he? He goes after guys.
13: Yeah, it's, it's fun playing behind the, behind the whole pitching staff. Um, you know, they've been able to get the job done and, you know, it's been fun to, to, to watch. Um, like I said, play behind, you know, be able to make some, some plays when need be not, not too often I have to make any plays because the the pitching staff has, has been so good. Um, you know, hopefully that continues. And, Hopefully, we continue to win ball games.
12: What's the view like from center, Jackie, when Josh is in there in the ninth inning? I mean, that was three pretty good hitters he struck out.
13: Yeah. Um, you know, that's what happens when you're you know, a, a pretty dominant pitcher in the game. Um, you know, he has electric stuff. He's able to command it. Um, top to bottom, um, in and out of the zone, and um, he can throw three different pitches for strikes. So it just makes it very, very difficult on a batter, and it's a it's it's a fun thing to watch from center field.
11: Jackie, are you happy with the quality of your at bats recently?
13: Yeah, yeah, I feel like I've uh, I've been hitting the ball hard, um, swinging at strikes, and. Um, I don't. I don't like to say work the count because that's not. That can't necessarily be always dictated on me. If a pitcher's you know throwing strikes, then you know eventually you're going to have to swing. So you can't you can't take a lot of strikes. Um, but obviously, if he's throwing balls, you know you don't want to swing at those. But you know, just I want to continue to to stay aggressive in the zone and hopefully more balls will fall the more i keep making hard contact I, hopefully they fall if i make soft contact
1: all right there he is I'll jackie bradley jr a very subdued jbj after this one i i think it's interesting sometimes when you you know you think you're gonna get an answer from these guys and you just you, the one you expect it's it's not there and and that's um i'm not faulting anybody for that but You know, when you say, um, asking these guys, hey, are you surprised it's a 16-10 mark, you're winning baseball games, but yet you're so hurt, and they almost feel that that's an indictment on the players that are winning. That's a good attitude to have. That's a good team player, and that's the way you got to be, that, you know, you don't want to knock these guys. However, from my perspective, I will say this. The injuries are keeping these guys from winning more baseball games. That's the reality in my world. Maybe not theirs because they don't want to knock Billy McKinney or Tyrone Taylor. But you wouldn't be seeing ABs from those guys if it weren't for the injuries to to Yelich and Kane. And Wong for a while, too. I mean, you had Jace Peterson, Daniel Robertson was in there, too. Uh, But I I do believe the injuries have have cost this team. And I hope at the end of the year or midseason – that that isn't a, a continuing theme for this team here. Because when you look at it, what would other teams do? I mean, it's just it's just amazing what they're doing. Make no mistake about it. I mean, it is pretty impressive. And again, despite the fact that they won't admit it, it is pretty damn impressive, a 16-10 and 10 mark. When you look at Manny Pena with a broken toe, Christian Yelich with the back, Kane with the quad, Wong with the oblique, Brett Anderson with the uh, calf, Lindblom with the knee. Let's see. uh, There's there's still more. Robertson, the concussion. Jace Peterson with the thumb. Justin Topa, elbow. Bobby Wall, oblique. Tim Lopes, oblique. Mark Matthias, shoulder. Derek Fisher, hamstring. Uh, D- uh, Jacob Nottingham with uh, Nottingham some sort of a hand thing. You had a back soreness. No IL for Avi Garcia. Luis Urias with that calf issue. Now it's Corbin Burns onto the IL. Now it's Omar Narvaez, which Craig Council, it didn't sound great. Uh, if I'm reading Craig Council correctly. Uh, they're probably getting going to get some imaging done tomorrow, but uh, hamstring. Ah, ouch. I mean that's that's uh that's some crazy stuff, but that that is a ton of injuries to key players. Which makes this all that much more impressive. So we can give you accolades, uh, Jackie Bradley Jr., even if you guys won't take them. We're not ripping on the on the other players filling in and you guys are doing great, but boy, how much better would it be without? Eh, we'll find out as these guys get a little bit healthier. Uh well, I will say this. You won't get hurt by going to Hyundai of West Dallas, Not at all. You're going to be amazed at the extraordinary measures taken to provide the safest environment that they can provide you, and that's pretty damn safe, at Hyundai of West Dallas. And this April, meaning today, and I'm sure this is going to extend into May, but I want to verify that uh, starting on Monday, but uh, you do have – uh, 0% for 60 months and make no payments for 90 days on new 21 Hyundai Sonatas, Tucson, Santa Fe, Elantras, and Konas. Get Hyundai Assurance with America's Best Warranty, 10 years, 100,000 miles. All of this at Hyundai of West Alice, Highway 100 or at com. It's a part of the International Autos Group where our ordinary needs to be extraordinary. That's Hyundai of West Dallas.
3: Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500.
1: Okay, final couple of minutes here as we go back into the clubhouse. Brewers get a 3-1 victory and pretty impressive. And, and there's a lot of things to be impressed about with this uh, organization so far through the first month of the season, that 16-10 and 10 mark. And pretty interesting answers. I think everybody gravitated toward the pitching for sure. Nobody mentioned defense. I mean, uh, Craig Council did. Uh, great pitching and defense, good way to win win baseball games. Uh, it's a tight, fun, playoff-style way to win baseball games. And that's kind of what you get in postseason baseball because that you know, cream rises to the top here a little bit. And uh, teams that have a good rotation typically are into the postseason. Uh, I, I'm not saying it's back to the 70s where, you know, you win with pitching and defense and that's it. But with certain organizations, and certainly the Brewers here in in 21, they may have to get it done that way. And they are so far, there's no doubt. Uh, Omar Narvaez um, may be um, headed in the wrong directions in uh, in terms of health. And we hope, cross your fingers, because he's been outstanding. He was headed, again, a trend can be had in the first month of the year. He was headed toward an all-star game. Mm-hmm. He really was. He was, um, and and I hope that things are just day to day. As as Craig Council said officially, that's probably where they're at until they get some MRIs done. But you know, you hope that that's not an issue. But these injuries do play a huge role, and you know, you just you just cross your fingers, and that that's what you can do. But in the meantime, if you don't have the offensive weaponry. Then you win as predicted by Craig Council in this organization. To win with pitching and defense, to win baseball games that way—it's it's pretty cool. Uh, Manny Pena was uh, added to the IL last week. That brought up Luke Maley as the backup catcher. Well, he's inserted today for the injured Omar Narvaez. He gets a ball in play and gets a huge insurance run in that eighth inning to uh, put the score at the eventual final of three to one. And getting the ball in play, Craig, see how that works? Man, cut down on strikeouts. It's amazing what happens. You get the balls in play, strikeout, walk, home run. Come on, get the ball, get them on, get them over, get them in. That's what happened uh, in the eighth inning. The one thing missing, 12,000-plus uh, at American Family Field, I think the one thing missing was the Luke chance.
9: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, a little early for that, I would okay. say,
1: to just, you know, maybe a week or so too early. Okay, I'll slow the roll on the Luke chance then. <laughs> but let's dip back into the uh, Brewers' clubhouse and get a couple of comments from the Brewers' catcher, Luke Maley.
9: Luke what's, Luke, what's the mindset like when you see uh, Omar pull up uh, round and first there? Just quick, quick, uh, get the gear on and start getting uh, ready mentally? Yeah, I mean... um Obviously, I had to run the bases there first, so just trying to get loose as quickly as possible. Um, You know, just trying to go over where they were at in the lineup, who, you know, what kind of matchups we might be looking at the following inning. But honestly, man, I mean, just trying to get loose. Um, I feel bad for Omar. He's swinging the bat so good to see that. You know, I hope he's all right. But, um, you know, just there's a lot going on. Obviously, you just do the best you can, try and deal with it, and uh, take the game as it comes to you.
12: Luke, you, you you played in what's become a prototypical win for this team. Really good pitching, starters and bullpen. Just enough offense, good defense. Um, it's quite the formula that this team has going now, isn't it?
9: Yeah, it's awesome to be a part of, man. I mean, uh, it's refreshing. It's fun. Um, you know, for me personally, um, the last couple of years have been, you know, just a real grind mentally physically um so to get the opportunity here um you know obviously feel bad about the way it, it kind of formed and everything but to get the opportunity and kind of walk into this culture and uh, what these guys have here um and you f- I felt it right away in spring training I knew it was gonna it, we have a chance to do something really cool because of the things you mentioned and uh to play a small part of that whatever way I can is it's refreshing for my career and it's uh, it's a hell of a lot more fun
11: can you expand on what you mean by the culture? Because I think a lot of people are trying to figure out how this team is 16 and 10 when basically half the roster is on the injured list.
9: I mean, you know, being new here, I'm probably speaking out of turn. But, I mean, just some of the things that I noticed immediately walking in the door was um, there's just there's really no panic the guys there's a core here that you can tell has been around for a while and the pieces that have been added are just great teammates first and foremost, and and they're great players. So it always starts at the top, you know, I mean, um, just all the way from the front office down, I've just been really, really impressed. And I'm sure that that has a lot to do with it. It's, it's hard to put your finger on it, but, um, it's noticeable. Believe me, it's, it's very noticeable as a guy coming from, uh, from different places.
12: Luke, what about the back end of the bullpen? I mean, just, you know, it's JP and it's Devin and it's Josh and just how consistent they are at the, the back end of games.
9: Yeah, it's dominant. Um, the stuff is obviously really, really good. Uh, I think the mentality is just as good, if not better. Um, they expect to throw strikes. They expect that their stuff is going to work. They're not afraid to throw fastballs and fastball counts. They, they just do a lot of really little things that, um, for whatever reason, um, not everybody does. And, um, you know, I think when you have the stuff that they have, obviously that helps. But uh, I think that they've kind of got like a – uh, you know, a little bit of a, a reservoir of success that they can draw from, you know, when things aren't going necessarily their way or, or they're, they're scuffling just even a little bit. I think that they just get right back on the horse and grind and, and attack. And uh, it's awesome.
8: Hey, Luke, I know you were with the team in spring training, of course, but Craig also shared that you were part of like that taxi squad on road trips, perhaps. I was just kind of curious if you were able to sort of build relationships in that capacity with, with the with the pitchers on the staff.
9: Yeah, totally. I mean, uh, I missed last year. I wasn't really sure what the taxi squad was about. So I was just trying to keep my mouth shut and stay out of the guy's way, trying to get my work in, to be honest with you. But, you know, there was a few opportunities to talk to guys and kind of learn what their personalities were like and things like that. So it was helpful for sure. I mean, I, you know, I'd be lying to you if I said, I wouldn't probably rather be getting some playing time, you know, in AAA or something getting actual at bats. It's been a, hell of a while since I've had an at bat. But, uh, you know, as a catcher, especially, I think it was good for me to establish relationships with the guys, and we had spring training, like you mentioned, but um, it's kind of a different animal when you're playing really meaningful games, especially in division. Luke, after the Brewers uh, signed you, they had six guys on the 40-man, six catchers on the 40-man roster. And I think, uh, you know, depending on what happens with Omar now, you know, you could be the only healthy guy with major league experience on the 40 minutes fast. It's it's crazy how fast things turn around sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's an interesting game. It's an interesting business. I signed here for a reason, though. I mean, I kind of knew what the situation was, but like I mentioned before, I mean, I missed all of 20. Didn't have a great year in 19. I kind of was in a place where I wanted to be a part of a winning team or at least some team, you know, a team that had, um, you know, that history of winning, um, that was, that was attractive to me. And then on top of it, I, you know, I don't want to say worst case scenario, but I mean playing in Nashville in triple a and getting regular playing time for the first time in a long time, wasn't, didn't seem like the end of the world to me. I think I needed it. I need to go get better. I mean, I, you know, my, my numbers are evident of that, uh, offensively. So I wasn't afraid of that being a possibility, but I knew that, you know, if, The time came, which it did, to help these guys that I could. And, um, you know, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself with Omar. I hope he's all right. I mean, there's a chance he bounces back tomorrow. Who knows? I haven't heard anything. Um, But just I'm here to help in whatever way I can, and uh, and I'm glad I'm here.
1: Sounds like a great dude right there. Luke Maley, as uh, he knocked in a run in that eighth inning, big insurance, uh, pressed into duty tonight. And we're crossing our fingers on the news tomorrow on Omar Narvaez, and just it's just you keep shaking your head at these uh, at these injuries, and it's just part of the game. But man, they've happened uh, in bundles here this year. So uh, n- nowhere to go but up, right? Yeah. get Getting healthier as, as the days and weeks go by. Uh, good news on Kane and Yelich out on the field today doing their thing. Looks like Kane may be activated early next week in Philadelphia. And maybe Christian Yelich a little bit closer than we think. Come on, Christian Yelich. Pop him back in this lineup. Everybody is better. All right, that's going to do it for us here. The matchup uh, for Game Three of this four-game set as the Brewers try to make it three in a row over the Dodgers. Dustin May on the hill for the Dodgers. He is uh, coming in at one and one and a two fifty-three ERA. Hey, Dodgers can pitch too, guys. You're well aware of that, so um, they've got their own run prevention department as well. Brandon Woodruff, the big woo going for the crew. 2-0, a 155 ERA. And I uh, just, you know, some some could say that he's having just as good a season, maybe better in certain metrics, than Corbin Burns. It's just kind of crazy how these guys are pitching, but that's a 6-10 first pitch. After the last pitch, you make the switch. We'll meet you right here, fellow Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. For Jeff Orlowski, the Polish Pipe Bomb is what they call him. My name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow night after Game 3 here on The Fan. And remember, as always, smile Milwaukee. The world will smile back.